Hello. I'm a little early today. So we will see. Um, we'll start at six, like always. And I do have four questions um, that were sent to us this week. So if you have additional questions, please um, put them in the comments. Um, that way I can answer those as well. So of course we're on our way to dinner. Tonight we're sitting in traffic. So this is fun. You don't have to hear me yell because I'm we're sitting still. <laughs> so hello Alan. And normally we get started right at 6 and I truly end right at 6:10. So if you do have any questions, go ahead and put them in the chat box. Today um the four questions that I have revolve around um some FISBO stuff, some dual agency stuff, and investments. Um, so those those should all be fun. And um, oh, what else was it? Oh, I know I was just going to vent for a minute since you guys are here. So I um, went today to get a phone, a new phone, and that was uh, that did not happen. Hey, Paul. So that did not happen, and I realized that I am not the person to go into a cell phone store. I don't understand why does it take like hours to just purchase a cell phone from like, I won't slam any company, but from any company, any of them. You walk into a cell phone store, it seems like I should just be able to walk up, buy a phone, get the phone, and leave. But no, I was there for an hour plus, hour and 15 minutes, and couldn't get the phone because for some technical difficulties. We'll leave it at that. But anyways, that was my event for today. I want things to be a lot easier. All right, it is six o'clock, so we are going to get started. One of the questions that I got was dual agency. What is it? So if any of you are on here today and you're a real estate agent, you wanna pipe in, add comments, please do. So I'm going to attempt to explain this the easiest way possible. And dual agency is technically when a real estate agent like myself has a signed buyer brokerage agreement with a buyer and they also have an exclusive seller's listing agreement with a seller. I cannot, our company, we do not do dual agency, so I cannot bring my buyer to that property to purchase. There are different things you can do. The buyer can be unrepresented they can be a customer, or you can work with another agent in your office and do something called designated agency. And that's where if I have the listing agreement signed, the buyer might go with another agent in my company so they have representation. So hopefully that makes sense. Um, I know people tend to get it confused. I don't even like to have unrepresented parties in my transactions. I will typically ask them to get representation and of course offer the agents at my office, but I know some people don't do that. The only way I will do the non-represented buyer is if the buyer is like an investor or just really experienced um, in real estate. I think I've told most of you before, I'm licensed in Florida and even after getting my license in Florida, for the first year, I didn't buy my own real estate. Like I hired an agent to represent me in Florida because the laws are just so different from state to state. 
and just really wanting to know value and having someone there locally that knew what I was looking for. Now I represent um, investors in Florida and it's a lot easier for me now, obviously. So um, next, um, that leads us right into the investment question. So I, I like this question. It says, can I begin investing in real estate with no money? So funny little story, that's how I actually started. Back before the crash, we in 2007, 2008, we were allowed to do loans that were 100% financed, which literally meant we put no money down and we would close and your debt to income ratio could be something like 48%, I don't know, it was something extremely high. So we were able to buy houses back then with no money. That was not wise, obviously. It was great for some people. Um, it actually ended up being pretty great for us, but it's not wise. So now there are things like hard money lenders out there and different ways to potentially purchase investment homes with no uh, money down. However, I do not recommend it. And most of your traditional financing, they're going to require a down payment anywhere between, I think I've seen as low as 15%, but from 20s the norm, all the way up to 30, 35%. So investing in real estate is very different and I highly recommend that you get a professional to help you with that because you're gonna wanna know your ROI, are you flipping, are you renting, um, if it's in a condo, is it warrantable, is it not warrantable, um, same thing with townhomes. So get a real estate professional to help you and make sure that they know how to represent you as an investor, not as a regular home buyer, because there is some differences. Um, so the short answer uh, for that question is, no, you can't really start investing without having money, and no, you definitely should not. Okay, the next one was, what are some reasons I should not do for sale by owner? So again, it does go back to some experience. I'm, I'm very honest and upfront with folks. You know, we're in a seller's market. If you know how to read a contract and you've sold real estate and you have the connections, you've got the attorneys and things of that nature, I would say, give it a shot. Like I know, right? Talking myself out of a job. But seriously, if you have done it before in a seller's market, you, your home, as long as you price it right, you're going to sell. But the number one reason you shouldn't is because you most likely don't know the real value of your home. I have run into so many people lately that are selling their homes to these, without saying names, these companies that will just buy them. And some of these companies are even buying them overpriced just to get market share, which that's a whole nother topic. We can talk about that later. But what you want to know is the true value of your home before selling it. So for sell by owner, number one reason, you want a professional to give you pricing. Um, number two is if you wanna push the envelope on pricing, you need someone to market the property. You're not gonna be able to just put the sign out there. Also, number three, when you list it with an agent, or of course, I'm always gonna recommend a realtor, and that's been on a couple episodes back, but that way your home is actually going out on the World Wide Web and it's gonna hit so many more people, so you're gonna have a higher chance of getting a higher dollar amount than just the, um, 
the little market that you individually can hit without the multiple listing services. Um, so those are probably my top three reasons. Um, I think that was three, but just consult an agent. It doesn't hurt. It's free. Uh, ask them to come in. Shoot. If they have a buyer in pocket, like ready and your house would fit, you might be able to sell it right then and there anyways. Right. But get their opinion and get their information first before you try the for sale by owner route would be what I recommend. Um, all right. This is the fourth question I got. It was, and can I buy and sell a home at the same time? So the uh, simple short answer to that is yes, of course, most people do this. Is it easy? No. Most of the time, especially in the seller's market, if you're having to sell that home to buy a home, that uh, offer for the house that you're buying is going to be contingent. Most sellers do not want to accept the contingency offer. Also, if you need that money to get in and let's say you get an offer on the, your house that you've listed for sale and then you go under contract with the house you want to buy, it's like the domino effect, right? So if anything happens with your listing where the buyer buying your listing can't purchase, now you could have lost money in your um, inspections and appraisals and everything that you're spending to be able to purchase the home that you have under contract. Again, this is all very, very normal. Just be prepared for the stress level and the things that come that are involved when you are buying and selling. We totally understand most buyers cannot, um, especially if you have a house to sell, they cannot be homeless, right? You can't sell your house and then have nowhere to go. Um, some people are lucky. They've, they've got the family member that says you can live in the basement or there's some maybe nice hotels um, or Airbnbs that you can get but right now it is very difficult so I always recommend that you have these conversations with your agent when you're listing and get a game plan but also a plan B and most likely a plan C because the one thing you don't want to have happen is to be completely one homeless two stressed out and disappointed because things aren't going perfectly because they most likely won't. I'd rather, um, what is it, under promise and over deliver. So we always kind of prep our clients for all worst case scenarios. And I think when you're selling a house and trying to buy one at the same time, you will have some headaches that you probably don't wanna have. Now, um, one other thing I wanted to swing back to on um, dual agency, when you are um, being represented Make sure you know, does the um, agent you're working with and their company, does it allow dual agency? And make sure that it is disclosed to you because as long as it is disclosed and you're okay with it and the other party buying and for selling is okay with it, then it is okay, but you do want everything to be out in the open, upfront, so all parties know what is going on. Um, I think that's all I have tonight and I don't see any questions you guys are great about emailing them <laughs> but if you have any please email them to info at shannonsellsteam.com and you know you can always call me if you have any questions or anyone at our on our team would be uh, more than happy to help you hope you have a great evening and hopefully you all are getting to enjoy dinner with your family soon as well hi Frank
Bye, Frank. You're going to have to watch it, unrecord it. I just saw you. <laughs> have a great night, everyone. Bye.